Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Kuf Lamites. We are on Kuf Lamites Amad Aleph, second line. Tanya. So we have a little agata to here, then we'll go back to uh, some class, you know, uh, continuation of the filtering and other, you know, building tents. We'll get to those at the end of the daf. So Tanya, we're going to Bryce. Rabbi Yossi ben Elisha Oimer. In Reisa Darv, you see a generation. Shed Saurus, Rabbis, boys. I love that. There are Saurus, Rabbis. Calamities are coming upon this generation. Say, go go check the judges. See if they're proper. Shekol Purani, Shabal Oilam. All punishment that comes in this world, Leiba, is only here. Ela Bishfil, Dayani Yisrael. Because the judges, the people that leave Kali Yisrael, they're not Hagunim, they're not proper. And that is why. Shnema the Pasuk says, Shimuna Zois. Rashi Beis Yaakov, listen here, the heads of the Beis Yaakov, Ugatzine Beis Yisrael, the leaders of Klai Yisrael, HaMesavim B'Mishpot, they corrupt Mishpot, Ves Klai Yisharim Ya'akeshu, and they twist that which is uh, correct, that, that which is straight, Boinet Sion B'Damim, they build Sion B'Damim, either, either means the, uh, the blood, or with money, the Yerushalayim Ba'avim, they build Yerushalayim with with uh, charging improperly, the leaders, the judges, they judge with shaykhah, with bribery, where they pass in as like a trade, you know, uh, so, you know, with uh, benefits, and the Nevi'im, they, uh, they, they prophesize Bekesef. You give them a good check, they tell you a good prophecy. And then they rely on Hashem, and they say, ah, oh, nothing's going to happen, everything's going to be good. So Risham him, they are wicked. Misha Amar They say I, I, I trust Nakal Deshbrochu, the big Bali Bitachin, Hashem won't punish me, but they're corrupt. Lafikach, therefore, Mevia Kalishbrochu Ale and Sholish Puranius. Three various types of calamities, Kenega Sholosh Vera Shabiadan. Mida Kenegan Mida, Shnemalachim Miglachim Sion Sadatiharesh that uh, the Tzion, uh, Eretz Yisrael, will, will be uh, plowed like a field. Yerushalayim, Ian, Tia, and Yerushalayim will be destroyed. Vaharabayis, Lebam Yisrael, and Harabayis end up being a forest. So it's because of the Dayan Yisrael that are not proper. That is why Tzion was destroyed. That's why, and we're, you know, in the nine days now, so interesting that uh, they were quoting these Pesukim. Ena Kadosh Baruch Hu Ma'ashah Shekhinasa Ayisrael Kadosh Baruch Hu will not be shorey the Shekhinah on Klai Yisrael Achi Yichlu Shoiftim V'Shoitim Ra'am Yisrael Until these Shoiftim V'Shoitim Ra'am they are no longer with us that's when the Kadosh Baruch Hu will, will um, have the Shekhinah Sherish and then the Pesuk says V'ashiva Yadi Alayich I will turn my hand on you V'etzrev Kabar Sigayich I will remove. I will remove the uh, the psilas. So uh, like like kabar, like through soap. Once I do that, vasira and I will remove the tin. Like that's that's the uh, the bad parts of the silver. Once that's been removed, so you weed out all the garbage. Then vashiva sheftayech kivarishayna kivatchila. You know we say this in davening every day, and it could be you never think about this. And honestly, you have to read in today's daf. You have a little more kavana mitzvah by mincha vashiva sheftayna kivarishayna. So you could think about today's daf. That that's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for proper judges. Because if if we do not have that, so then. Uh, the Shekhinah will not be shared on Klai. So if you look in the Torah, in Simon Aleph, in Chosh Mishpat, he goes through many things. Before you think about becoming a Dayan, before you start passing Halachas, you have to go through the Torah, Simon Aleph, and he brings down many of these Gemaras, uh, how much weight he gives to judging properly. Amar Ula, Eini Rishalayim Nifteh, Elabit Staka. And we know this famous Gemara, Shnemar Tzion B'Mishpat Tipadeh, Tzion, 
will uh, will be redeemed with Mishma Veshavah. We'll go back to Eretisol, Bit Sedaka through Sedaka through Bin Adam Lachaveray. So that's how we will go back to Yerushalayim. Amarav Papa Ibatli Yehiri. If the Yehira Yuhara means someone who's haughty, if all the haughty people would no longer uh, be around, so Butli Amgushi. So the Amgushi, which means the heretics, those that were bother Klai Yisrael, so they would be batal. Meaning if we are humble, then we will not have people oppressing us. If the Dayanim would, uh, the, the bad Dayanim, the corrupt judges, would be mavata, meaning we would get rid of them. Butli Gezirpate, the 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 officers of tax collectors, as the Gemara calls it, of the Umas Ha'olam, will stop bothering us once we get rid of our own problems. You know, sometimes you think about politics, we have, we have our own issues, and, and you have to make sure that uh, we're not causing more, more hatred, or we're not doing what the Gemara tells us, that you have to get rid of the improper judges. Unfortunately, if you have any uh, awareness of the Dayanis that goes on today, in America and in other places as well, it's terrible. And every dar has this. And uh, you know, until uh, until we're ready, until we do tshuva, uh, the the shechina is not going to be shaira on us. So I'm not sure what we do as a as a individual, but every consumer has a say. You know, collect we're a collective unit of people. So hopefully, as you know, as as Klai Yisrael learns this gemara, hopefully uh, we can put pressure on the proper people. And we'll see. There's, there's different people that are involved and are punished. Okay, Ibali Yehiri. Um, so I skipped. Um, yeah, so Ibali Yehiri, Ibali Amgushi. So when, when they said if the uh, Yuharov, the people that are haughty, if they're Mavato, if they're gone, so then Ibali Amgushi, the people that, the, the heretics, the, the Kaifrim, they will also be Bato. The Pasik says, the Etzrev Kabar Sigayach. And after it says, the Asiro Kobodilayach. That means after you remove the. The sigach, Rosh says you, you put a, samach, a, a sin instead of the samach. That's a lush and that's a uh, terminology of being haughty. If that's taken away, so then v'asiru kol Kaddish Baruch will remove the bidilayach, those that separate between us and the Kaddish Baruch Hu. If the wicked dayanim are, uh, are taken out of office, so then butli gezirpate, those that oppress us from the umas ha'olam, from the nations of the world, they will no longer be able to bother us. How do I know that? That when, then, uh, then uh, when when we get rid of the mishpatayich, uh, the the judges that are bad, then pina oivech, our enemies will turn away. They'll find someone else to bother. My dechsev, the pasuk says, "Shavra Hashem matirisham, shevet moishlim." So, what does this mean? Shavra Hashem matirishayim. They became the stick of the Chazanim. The Chazanim means the Gaboyim, the, uh, the secretary, the one that's running the, uh, the Bezdin, the administrator of the Bezdin. So he's, the Dayanim are like his stick, which means he's a tool. The Dayan is a tool in the hands of those running the Bezdin. So that's what happened. They get the Dayanim to pass in certain ways, to schlep things out, to charge, you know, uh, high fees. So that is a problem. The other way of looking at it, Shevet Moishlim. What does that mean? So in order for a corrupt Bezdin to exist in Kalah Yisrael, you think about it, today you have so much uh, fake news and a, a lot of conspiracy theories. But in order to even build up a conspiracy theory, you have to have 
experts or uh, a analysts, right? They have to, you know, say, yeah, it's true, it's true. So if a, if a Bezdin would pass in something and all the Rabbanim of the community would go against it, then they would kick this guy out of, out of court. He wouldn't be in, in Bezdin anymore. The problem is when the Tamid Chachamim give support to these wicked Dayanim, see, Rabbanim and communities where they're allowing the Dayanim to, to, to do this thing, so then they themselves are, uh, are considered, uh, you know, they're eating and abetting this improper behavior, and therefore that's called Sheva Moishlam. These are the Tamid Chachamim that they teach. Halachis to the tzibur to an amaretz. So there's two, a few different ways of learning what this means. Very interesting. One would mean, let's say a person he wants to be a paisik, so he goes to his uh, his rav, and he says, okay, teach me a few halachas, and then whenever I don't know anything, I'm gonna come back to you. You know, they say that Ramosha Feinstein used to. I don't know if this is true. Some of the uh, smichas he would he he would uh, put his phone number on the back. Call me <laughs> if anyone asks you a shaila, you should call me. I don't know if it's true, but. Um, there are people they go they go for smicha whatever and the, and their their rashi yeshiva say okay you better be calling me when you have shilas. The problem is that what if they don't? They don't end up calling, so that is a, a concern. So tamachacham should not teach halachas to a boar, assuming he's going to ask me his questions when he's not going to. So Dayane boar would not would end up not you know you know uh, pushing the questions up. They would handle everything themselves. That's one issue. The, some, some of the other mafars should pick up on the fact it doesn't say hilcha halachas, it says hilcha sibor. It doesn't really mean halachas as in psak halacha. It means the way a, a leader would act. So you teach someone, you know, how to be a rabbi, right? Ten, ten week course, how to be a rabbi, and you leave him and he's, he's supposed to be the leader of a community. He speaks nicely, I don't know, he wears a certain type of tie, and you put him up there as uh, this big speaker slash rabbi. And he, he doesn't know what he's doing, he's an Amaretz. So these Tamil Chacham, this is called Shevet Moishlin, they get punished. The Tamil Chacham, who teaches people how to be, you know, Hilchas Sibur, how, how to run a shul, but he doesn't know, uh, you know, Halachas. So the Tamil Chacham gets punished for teaching Hilchas Sibur like the Yonah I think the Masha says that. So, uh, Different, different shot. No, sorry, it's the Maral. Maral Mifrak says that he says that that uh, they teach him how to lisnai be kerevat sibor, how to uh, how to act as a community leader, but they don't know anything. So the tamid chacham who teach it to people, they themselves get punished. Okay, what happens is interesting in some of the uh, rabbi, rab, rabbinic training. Just a funny thing that sometimes it's not that people are going to the rabbanon for rabbinic training so that they could get a job. They're already hired as a rabbi, and now they're stuck. <laughs> what do you do? So they do have these like crash courses. It's called, literally, it's called Had a Paskin when you don't know halacha. That's the, uh, that's the course. So uh, I'll give you the course. <laughs> I don't know. That's the course. So it's interesting, and it's, it's unfortunate. But uh, this is the, uh, the, the world we live in. Next. Amr Rabbi Lazar ben Melai Mishum Reish might have said the Pasuk says, Ki kapechem nigoi alu badam. Your hands are, are full of blood. That's boi seichem ba'avon. And your fingers are full of sin. Sif seichem dibu sheker. Your lips are speaking false. The shoinchem avo tege. Your lips are, uh, are speaking out uh, uh, misinformation. So, so what does it mean? Ki kapechem nigoi alu badam ilad yonam. This is the yonam. That their hands are stretched out to get the, you know, the checks. And they get the briberies, and they have clouded judgment, and they can't paskin. 
that that's like uh, that's as if you killed someone because literally, literally if a person doesn't give when you have misjustice, so it takes the life out of people. That's why the one who describes the the one who's writing up everything we call the safra the dina. So again, there are many good batidinim. I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm pushing uh, you know an agenda here, but there are many good batidinim. But I'm saying. The Gemara is referring to those that are bad. So you have the Dayanam who are taking, you know, bribes. You have the Seyfred Dayanam, the ones that are scribing things. They're, you know, uh, making things up as they go along. Which literally means a Tayan or a lawyer. So it's a good question how somebody didn't allow Tayanim today. Where a person has a case against him and you hire a Tayan, he charges you $700 an hour. And he, uh, he's like your lawyer in a bezin. There's a Mishnah that a person can't make Archei Dayanim. It's a very good question how somebody didn't allow Archei Dayanim. There's a bezin, a Muncie, an excellent bezin. I, I'm friends with him, so uh, it's called the Vad Hadin Vahira. They do not allow any Tayanim, no lawyers. As the Gemara sounds like, you shouldn't be having lawyers, so uh, no, uh, no Jewish Tayanim uh, lawyers to uh, start fighting and, and figuring things out, bringing, making up stories. So that's where you have um, <laughs> corrupt Batadinim. But the Gemara, the Gemara says, The Baladinim themselves, once, once, the, once there's money involved, once there's fighting involved, at the end of the day, there's no, there's no MS. So this is Sheker, and the world cannot sustain with this. So this is uh, nothing to do with, with the previous uh, Gemara. So just another Agadata. So Yosef was sold. His brothers sold him to Yishmaelim, and they sold him back down to Mitzrayim. We know the story. So that day, from that day on, Leitam Tamyayin. Yosef cannot bring himself to drink wine. The Pasuk says, that Yosef's being called a Nazir. So you see that he stopped drinking wine after that day. Either he was always davening, he didn't want to be drinking wine, or he was doing that because he was separated from his father. Whatever the, the Mepharshim say. The Shvatim themselves also refrained from drinking wine. They drank and they got drunk with him at this meal. But when they came down to Mitzrayim, until this point, they would not drink, they didn't drink wine. Rabbi Meloi, who said, only Yosef didn't, you know, only Yosef refrained from wine. So what do you do with this Pasuk? So the Gemara says, they never got drunk after that point of selling Yosef as, you know, a sign of mourning, of tshuva, but they drink wine, they drink, they made the Kiddush, they made the Chaims, but they never got drunk. So this is a story. Moshe Rabbeinu sees HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the snam, the burning bush. He goes back to Aaron, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe, Aaron is going to come out to greet you. Not only will he you know, give you that fake smile on the outside, you know, that, that fake smile, you can't see it with the mask, but in his heart, He's going to be happy. Aaron has, has genuine happiness that even though he's the older brother, that you're going to be the leader of Klai. So, Bishar of Arachav of Samabalibo is the genuine love, a real faginning. Zacha l'choshina mishpat aliboy. He was Zacha for the Chayshina mishpat. The, uh, the piece of the uh, one of the begadim of the, of the, of the kuna of Kain Gadol, Aliba on his heart, which is commemorating the Vesamach uh, Baliba. He had a genuine happiness that his brother was going to lead Klai Yisrael. Okay, next. Let's go back to our halachic discussion. So on the Kuflam we spoke about the concept of making an oil, of making a tent. This was yesterday's daf. So Shalach Lei, 
B'nai Bishkar Levi, the, the people of Bishkar, asked the following question from Levi. Three questions. Kila Mahu, can a person spread out a kila? Kila was this, uh, yeah, the sheet that would go on top of a bed. The bed had these four um, poles. So can I do that on Shabbos? Can I spread it on Shabbos? Is that a problem of making the oil? That's one shayla. Kishusa Bekama Mahu, can a person grow... Uh, hops, which is kishusa bekama in a kerem. So a kerem is a vineyard. There's a concept of of kalaiha kerem, of planting things in close proximity to a to a uh, to, to to grapevines. So can I plant kishus? What's the shaila? So based on psukim, the only iser is uh, zroim and yerek, only seeds and vegetables, not ilanos. You're allowed to plant a tree next to a next to a kerem, just not seeds or vegetables. So the question is, how do we categorize kishusa, these hops? So we're not really going to spend too much time today talking about kalayim, but that's the shiloh, number two. Shiloh, number three, mace beyond If someone unfortunately dies in yantif ma'u, can they bury him on yantif? Can they do amir al-anachri? What's the halacha? We know you're not supposed to leave a mace overnight. So what do we do? We learn that out from, actually, fascinating where we learn it out from. We learn it out from a, someone who's a misas bezdin, someone who bezdin had to kill. So the Gemara Sanhedrin says, that they would hang them, they would take them down. They, they were not allowed to leave them overnight. That's the Gemara's uh, discussion in Sanhedrin. But either way, so what do you do? Do you bury on Shabbos? Do you bury on Antif? What's going on? So let's see. Uh, the also, by the time they sent this Shiloh, you know, they didn't have WhatsApp back then. By the time the Shiloh came to Levi, Noch Navshi to Levi. Levi had already died. So they sent this uh, letter. Levi died at that point. So Amar Shmuel the Rav Menasha, Shmuel to Rav Menasha, Ichachimas, if you're a Tamachacham, you know, Paskin. Shalach Luhu responds, send them a tshuva to these three shalachs. So Shalach Luhu, he sent the following. Kila, when it comes to Kila, this canopy, to spread it out over the bedpost, I went through all the whole sugya of canopies, I couldn't find the tzad heter. And it's usher, that's his, that's his psaq. So the Gemara said, hold on, you couldn't find the heter? We learned the heter yesterday. Why don't you give them a heter? Like Rami Bayechesku, which says that as long as it's already tied onto one of the poles before Shabbos, you could, like your awning or your stroller, you could, you could just keep spreading it out. So why don't you send this? The Gemara says, the fish ain't on B'nai Taira. They're not B'nai Taira. And therefore, since the people in Bishkar, Bishkar, not B'nai Taira, if I tell them Kulois, they're going to start... Uh, you know, applying it to other situations. So I just saw. So ever since coronavirus, Rav Asher Weiss has a YouTube channel. So he has all these clips that he, I don't know, he's sitting in his dining room table and just making videos. Awesome stuff. So he, so he said, in a, in a lot of the chuvas and Minchas Asher, he's he's more makele than the, the classic psak. So people asked him, "Are you being makele for for Hamon Am?" He called it people, but for for uh, Bnei Torah, they should be more machmer. That was the question they asked him. So he said, Fakert. He said, the opposite. If you go through Shas, for Bnei Torah, it could be more Mekel. It's only Hamoin Am where you want to be more Machmir, that because they might start equating it to other things. So when I give a Psach, for sure, there's no reason Bnei Torah have to be more Machmir. It's just the opposite. Now, it doesn't mean that a person has to be a Tamavachim. It just, it, uh, a person has to be, uh, you know, Bnei Torah. It just means that if a person's going to start, uh, you know, being, it's, it's called being, uh, comparing one thing to the other. So then there's a concern. If you look at all the art school books, all the halachic books, they, they put the, the top half is, everything is asr. And the footnotes, yeshami lismach here, there. And there's a reason for it, because sometimes if that's page one, 
you don't realize the whole sugya. So they wanted to put it in the footnote. If someone's going to be more of a scholar, he's going to read through it. And he's going to spend the time reading footnotes. So he's probably a more responsible person instead of just, okay, page 267. Okay, you let her shower and you have to find. That's it, you know? You look at the footnotes. How could he shower? You know, there's a lot more to do. Okay. But either way, that's a theme from the next few lines. In a place where they're not B'nai Taira, uh, uh, it made sense for Rav Menashe to be a little more machmir, and he didn't want to give them the heter of Rami Vayacheska. So we're going to see a few more. Uh, so, sorry, it says, Can I take hops and plant it in the uh, in the vineyard. So the Gemara says, uh, can I, uh, why didn't he pass like a tarfin? Why didn't he give him a heter? What's the heter? The tiny one in a brisa. Kishus, when it comes to hops, planting it in the vineyard. Rabbi Tarfin, I'm right, ain't kalayim bekarim. There's no kalayim bekarim when it comes to kishus. Why? Just uh, quickly, because the hops are attached to these thorns, and the thorns are considered an elon, according to Tarfin, and since they're considered a tree, there's no problem of planting a tree inside the vineyard. The Chalmar no Kalayim Bekarim, it is called Kalayim, and it's a Vyasr. So what's the what's the hetter here? The Kaimlan, and we paskin, this is a very interesting sack, Kalam Mekel Ba'aretz, anytime there's a, someone who's Mekel in Eretz Yisrael, Halacha Kamaisa Bechutzar. So if that same Achlaikas would be applied in Chutzlaretz by Dvarim, by Halachas Mitzvah Satluyas Ba'aretz, uh, all these uh, halachas, you know, yasha and all these other things. Halachas kemaisoi b'chutz la'aras. Even though it's machlekes of tarfin the chachamim, and it typically would go with the chachamim, but you're allowed to go like Rab Tarfin and chutz la'aras. See, why didn't you send them? That'll be motos. The Gemara says the fish einon b'nei tyra. They're not going to realize that hops and lumdus, there's thorns and it's a tree. They're going to think there's no problem of kliim and chutz la'aras. They're going to say, okay, you're allowed to plant hops, so I'll plant barley, and then you have a problem of kliim. Therefore, einon b'nei tyra. Next. Machris Rav, Haiman the boy, Lemizra, Kishusa, become a Lizra. Anybody who wants to plant hops in my uh, vineyard, no problem. Rav Amram Chasida, Menagi, Love. He would give Malkus, Midra Banan, to anyone that planted hops in a vineyard. Rav Masharshia, Yavle, Prutu, Latinak Nachri. How would he have this planted? He would give, you know, a dollar to this Tinak Nachri, a non Jewish child. The Zaralain, he let the non Jewish child plant it. So already the Rishonim says, even mere. That it wasn't so usher, because if it was so usher, that then then why would he have a guy do it? There's a concept of Amir Lanachri, now I'll have a Nachri do Malachar for you. So the Gemara says, why do you have to go to such an extreme? Let, let a Jewish child do it. Obviously, it's not so usher, because if it was usher, you can't give a, a, you know, a Jewish child to do it either. So the Gemara says, I'll see the Misrach. When he gets older, he's going to do it as, as he, when he gets older, he's going to be accustomed to doing it. There's a concern that when he grows up, he's going to still do these things, and therefore, you should not do, you should not give it to a child. The litany of the Gadol Nachri, want to give it to a non-Jewish Gadol. So the Gemara says, I'll see Lachlufi Yisrael. You might confuse him with a, with a Jew, and therefore, people will say that you're allowed to do Amila Nachri. At the end of the day, they'll be showing him, say, this whole thing was a Chumrah, because it's not we're passing like Abtarfan and Chutzlaretz. It was more of a don't get involved type type of reason to be machmir. And you might as well have it be done through someone else instead of you doing it yourself. There's a lot to discuss on these lines here. You have cut on Amir Lanachri, we just have to keep, we're going to go, we're going to go right there. Next. Third shadow was mace. If you have a mace on Yontif, can you bury them on Yontif? Shalach Luhu, he sent back mace lace askube. You cannot be busy with the mace. You cannot uh, bury the dead. Anyantif, lo yihudan, it can't be done by a Jew. Vlay Araman, it can't be, do, can't be done by, by the Armenians, the, the Nachrim. Vlay biyam tavrishon, vlay biyam tavshani. So that was the psaq Rav Menashe wrote back to these people. So Mars says, Aini, is that true? Vama, Rabbi Yudabashi, Rabbi Asi, Uvda havad be kvisha de ma'in. 
there's a story that happened in the base Knesset of a town called Maon, and there was someone that died. The Yantav Hasamach Shabbos, and the Yantav that was right around Shabbos, it was either Friday or Sunday, they didn't know. We don't remember if it was a Friday Yantav or Shabbos, they don't remember what exactly Yantav was, but they remember they went to Rabbi Yechanan, and he told them, he said, let the Nachrim do it, let them do Kavura on Yantav. And Rava says, Mace, when you have a mace and yantav, yantav reaching is asked by Ammon. On a yantav, the first day, let's say it's on Pesach, the first day Pesach, let the Nachum do it. Yantav Shini is asked by Yisrael. Even a Jew is allowed to bury a mace, yantav Shini. Why? Because they didn't make a second day yantav, is not exactly the same halachic status as the first day yantav. And regarding Kavura, Kavura could be Rameko. Is that referring to the second day of Rosh Oh, wait, wait, next line. Very good. Va'afilu biyantav sheni she Rosh Hashanah. Here's your question. Right? Even Rosh Hashanah, because the second day is still not considered Daraisa. However, mash enke bebeitza. Halach is by a beitza. You have an egg that was born the first day of Yantif. So halach is let eat it on the second day of Yantif. Mimon of Shach. If the first day was Yantif, so the second day is not Yantif. Eat the egg on the second day. If the first day was not Yantif, so the egg was born on, the, on non-Yantif, and you eat it on the second day. However, that doesn't work with Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is called Yoima Arichta. It's one long day. And therefore, we don't start saying these things. However, everyone agrees the second day of Rosh Hashanah doesn't have the same status as the first day. So therefore, you cannot bury a mace on the second day. Uh, I'm sorry, you could, you, you, you could bury a mace on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, even by Yisrael. So what's going on here? It is mutter. Comes the Gemara, the Fisheina and Taira. Since they are not Bnei Taira, they're going to end up doing more Malachis and they're not going to realize that it's only Mutter because of the Kura, and therefore we're Machim. It happens to have Moshe Feinstein, Zetzal, I believe, uh, in the Yeshiva world, we, we do not do, it's unheard of to do Kura on the second day, even though it's a Befeirish Gemara, they're allowed to do it. I think our Moshe invoked this that Eina uh, Bnei Taira, people are going to start driving to the funeral, you're going to have people start doing things that are not halachically allowed, and therefore we do not do. Kavura uh, on the second day of I believe in the, some of the Hasidic circles, they do it. So I didn't have a chance to look anything up, but I, I, my recollection from learning Hilchos that in some communities they, they would still do a Kavura on, on Yantif. Amr of Oven, Barav Huna, Amr of Chamab. A second day they, they would do a second day Yantif uh, with, with Yisrael. Well, I think we'll, we'll touch upon this in Zaptus Ma'ikot and Zaptus Beitza. I didn't have a chance to look it up, so I don't want to say anything uh, foolish, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a. Uh, Rav Moshe was Machram based on this Gemara, Lafish Eina Bnei Taira, and I know that there were those that argued with him. Amar of Avin, Bar Rav Huna, Amar of Chama Bar Guria. Misatif Adam Betila, a person is allowed to wrap himself with this canopy, Ubechas Kaseha, and the straps that were tied onto it. V'yoyt Lushus Ram, B'Shabbos Fein Choshes. Person wants to wear a new type of, I don't know, he wants to wear a shawl. You take one of these uh, canopies, you put it on, you wrap yourself with it. And the chiddush is, what's the, what's the novelty, big deal? So you're wearing this cloak. It has these uh, ropes or, bell or uh, loops that are attached to it that are really there to hang it up on the poles. So it's not doing anything for you. And it looks like you're wearing, you're wearing something that, that, that is not part of the baggage. So what's going on? And it seems like it's considered bottle to the baggage. Since you don't care about it, you're leaving it there anyways. You don't. Uh, it's not a problem. This comes up with uh, sometimes you have buttons on the side of your on the side of your shirt, or diff- different things that are there as extra you know extra buttons on your shirt. It's not it's not functioning for anything, right? Your classic white shirt, your Charles Turwood shirt, right? There's buttons on the back. 
So what's it doing for you? But you don't care about it, so it's bottle, right? Ain't a chayshish. So the question is, hold on a second, really? That's true. My shna mid rav huna, dam rav huna, am a rav hayotzi b'tal shenim tzietzikil chasu b'shabes chayiv chatas. Someone wears tzitzis on Shabbos or a talis that doesn't have proper tzitzis, so the the strings are not bottled to the beged, and you're chayiv on Shabbos for carrying a Shabbos. If, if if the strings are kosher, so you're wearing a good beged, you're wearing tzitzis. Otherwise, chayiv chatas. The Gemara says two different discussions here. Tzitzis the gabi talis chashivulei butli. Tits strings are chashiv. Why the chashiv? Two different shatim. One shot is, as Rashi brings down, because there's tchelas there. Since the tchelas were expensive, so it's not just considered random strings or random loose buttons. No, it was chashiv. So therefore, you have chashiv strings that are not part of the talus, and it's not being yoyed to tzitzis, so then what are you doing? So therefore, it's a problem. The other way of learning it is because since I'm going to use these strings to make myself kosher, chit- kosher tzitzis after Shabbos, so my das is on these strings. So it comes along in the tziv, and he says that most people, in a situation where, where you're not going to ever fix your tzitzis, let's say someone's wearing tzitzis. He doesn't realize it's puzzle. He's going to wear it like that the rest of his life. So then the tziv holds. He's not over in the so because, because uh, of carrying on Shabbos. Because at the end of the day, he's not thinking about these strings. He's going to make, a, he's going to fix his tits after Shabbos. He's not going to. If you tell him they're not good, he'll buy a new pair of tits for $20. He's not going to be busy fixing it, adding a string. So, therefore, this discussion, Rashi, Rabbi Nochanano, ends up coming. Hani, Butli, these strings attached to the, uh, the canopy, they are not chashiv, they're bottle to the beggar. So we, we mentioned this, um, the strainer yesterday, yesterday's daf, two days ago, the strainer on, so to put together a strainer on, on Shabbos, the way it worked was you had this, uh, some type of bag basically that, that you could strain things in and you would stretch it out on top of a barrel. So the question was, is that called making an oil on Shabbos? So maybe it was oil aray, or it was over the hole, not something to be done, as the Gemara explained on Shabbos. So Rabbi Barahuna had another idea. Harama means it's a, you know, you're doing something that, that really is not the result that you really want deep, deep, deep down is not proper. But what you're actually doing, you cannot call it usher. So that's called the harama in halacha. So whenever you're dealing with weak isurim, like over the hall, harama tends to be mutter. But you should not compare harama, you know, to here, from here, to other halachas. But wherever the Gemara says harama works, we accept it. So ma'aram adam al-mashmeras b'yantiv, little is bari A person decides, you know what, I need to put my pomegranate somewhere. I'll stretch out this filter on top of the barrel, and I'll put my pomegranates on it. And what you can end up doing is with toilet bush shemarim. You can end up putting the shemarim on the filter, and the, the grape is going to come out, which is fine. We hold that's not called bayer. You let it set up the filter, even though you really, really want it for the shemarim, but you're doing it officially on the books. You're doing it for your pomegranates. So Amar Ashi, who the talabari minim? It has to be that as you're, before you put the sediments, the shemarim, on the filter, you have to actually put the pomegranates on it. It can't just be that, yeah, yeah, I had in mind to put the pomegranates on it, which is not a, which is not a problem. But if you're doing it, uh, if you don't put the pomegranates on it ever, so that's not called the harama. That, 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 that's nothing. That doesn't help you avoid the problem of hanging up the strainer on Shabbos. That'll be up to the chal. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. You're telling me that I actually have to put the pomegranates on it? We have a brisa in my cotton. It says, Matilin sheichar b'chalamoyed. You gotta brew your beer on chalamoyed. So you want freshly brewed beer. So some beers 
age well. And some, the, the cheap ones, it says born on date. You want it really fresh? Okay, so you want to have a fresh beer for Yantif. So you let it do it for the second day of Yantif, but if you're not going to drink it until after Yantif, you're not allowed to do that because it's not a Tzarche Hamayir. Now, tomorrow, whether you're making a date beer, our you know, malt beer, even though you have old beer in stock, you can still do it, cook the beer, and have in mind uh, uh, to... Uh, to drink from the, uh, have in mind that, you know, officially it's for the Tzorchem Ayyad V'Shayseh Min HaChadosh. And you're allowed to, and you'll drink from the new one. But what's the difference over here? Over here, that, uh, over here, you don't have to do anything. We didn't put in this term that, by the way, Amar Avashiv, who did Talabari Mainim? You actually had to put the pomegranates in it. Here, when I'm making beer, it looks like I'm just making beer. Doesn't, I don't show anyone what I'm doing, what's it for, what's it not for. How come when it comes to hanging up the strainer? Rav Ashi said you actually have to put the remodium. And it actually sounds like even when you're, while you're putting up the strainer, you have to put remodium to show everyone that I'm not doing this to strain wine. When, when you're cooking beer, you don't have to hold a, a big sign. This is, this is for Yantif. You let her just hold up, you let her just make beer. So the Gemara says, Hasa, when you're making beer, no one knows what you're doing as Aser. They don't know that you have in your warehouse barrels from last week. They see you're making beer, they assume you're making it for Yantif. Hacha over here, when you, uh, if you have, as soon as you stretch out this filter, you put the Shemarim on top, it looks like you did what, what the mission says you're not allowed to do. So, oh, I'm putting, it, I'm, I'm putting it up for pomegranates? That's a weird thing to do. It's odd. So then you actually have to do it. Put the pomegranates on it while you're stretching out the filter to show everyone that I'm not doing what's the normal uh, practice of, you know, stretching out a filter to pour wine through it. You want to see this time? His name is Ravuna Barav Chion. Va'amila, some say Ravuna Barav Chalvo Shmei, the Shakal Bar of the Tuma. He took a clove of garlic, Umanach the Bar of the Dana, and there was a hole in a barrel, and he stuck the garlic in the barrel hole, and therefore, you know, uh, plugging the leak. Which is a problem because it looks like Mesakin and Shabbos. You're fixing the barrel on Shabbos. Va'amani told everyone, not Snuya come the Kavina. I wanted to save this garlic for later on. That's why I'm putting it in the barrel. So. Another story. He slept on a boat. And the boat, the, the, the ferry went from you know, one side of the river to the other side of the river. The sire paid, and then he went to the other side of, of, of the river and he watched over his, his orchard. When people approached him, what are you doing? You're not allowed to go you know, across the ferry. I went to sleep. I went to sleep on the ferry. Oh, the guy brought me across the river? Not my problem. So it's a harama. So Amalahu, haramas ka'amrit. You're talking about harama, harama bedrabanhi. The whole harama here is on an iser drabanan. Why do we aser haramas in general? Because you might end up doing the actual malacha. But the tamachacham will never do the malacha lechatchila, and therefore he's allowed to do harama. So it's interesting. So it sounds like if, you go, if you're going to sleep, you'll have to get moved from place to place. Someone just asked me that uh, in New York City, the uh, buses became free. So uh, can, you don't have to hold your metro card. Can a person go from... Uh, Point A to point B on, on Shabbos, so probably not. But uh, maybe you should say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep on the train and uh, go from place to place. You don't have to pay anymore. Interesting question. Let's just see the Mishnah and then we'll conclude. So let's say a person has shemarim, sediments of, of wine, 
So we'll just give a, a modern day example. So there's something called a pour over coffee. We actually have it on the table. So if you have coffee grinds in a filter and you take water and you're pouring the water, hot water, whatever, over the coffee grinds and Shabbos, and what are you doing by that? You're flavoring your water. The Mishnah says it's mutter. Here's talking about sediment of wine. You're allowed to pour water over the wine sediments in order that the sediment gets clear, thereby flavoring your water. And you can actually filter wine with, these, with, the, uh, with like a shirt. Or this uh, basket made out of, uh, out of palms. Basically, what the Gemara is going to explain uh, the Rishonim are going to explain based on the Gemara that here the wine didn't really need to be filtered. It wasn't great, so since the filtering is not so necessary, it's not necessary. So it only misses the Rabbanan. And if you're using an odd thing, it's mutter to pour the wine through these strainers. The first halacha, why is it mutter to or make you know coffee, shlishi, whatever? We'll talk about it a different time. Why is it not a buyer problem? Because I'm starting with water. I'm just flavoring water. I don't have a mixture in front of me. What I did had nothing to do with the mixture, and therefore it's not a problem. I just finished the mission of a nice and baitsan You could take uh, an egg and you could run it through the misanana shahado, the mustard uh, filter. That's what they would do. They might explain this. Some type of beverage you can make on Shabbos. Rabbi Yehuda Amir B'Shabbos Bakais. On Shabbos, let him make it in a cup. B'yantif B'lagin, B'yantif in a jug. B'amayit in a chalamayit, B'chavis in a barrel. Rabbi Tzadik Amir Hakal, it depends how many guests you have. And then you can make even a lot on Shabbos. Maybe we'll redo the Mishnah and continue. Okay, Shabbos.